know the vibes. We are back for another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. Myself, Mo Mootsi, alongside BJ Armstrong, as always. BJ, welcome back. Welcome back. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to be back. Good to see you. It's beautiful to be back. As always, it's great to see. As you. always, it's, it's great to see. You. It's great to see you. I, I wish I would have saw you in, in, in oh, Salt Lake City. You man. Know? Oh man! Oh <laughs> man! But you know, hey, hey, I guess you got to come to Indy next year. I guess you got to oh, come man. to Indy, <laughs> BJ. I guess you got to come to. Indy. <laughs> I got to be training in the gym. I got twelve months now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 you got to, you, you better get ready. I watched that. So I'm going to see game. you in Indy. I watched hey, yeah, it. This I bet year. you did. I bet you did. I I'm worried. Did. I tell you I, why. Who I'm got worried. the MVP? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know. But you, you know why I'm worried? There's this one guy, DK Metcalf, bruh. Oh yeah. This guy's an animal. See him jumping, touching the ceiling. He's got more hops than NBA. Who the hell is this guy? He's the guy who's going to stop me. Scott. Who the hell is he? Hey, Celebrity hey, supposed hey. to be all I know like is, that. Hey, I'm just going to make sure I'm on his team. You, you, you promised 30. I'm coming. I'm coming. You say Giannis is coming. I'm on my way. So okay. all, all of that side. Let's break down All-Star Weekend, because you were there watching it live in well, the flesh. Did you go to the Rising Stars on Friday night? I did not. I, I must admit, I did not. I, I didn't get to that event. I did not get to that event. However, I did watch it. I did mm -hmm. watch it. And what were your thoughts? Um, You know, the, the format throws me off. Yeah. I liked it yeah, when the, it was... The, uh, when it was rookies versus sophomores, that was great. Or when it yeah. was Team World versus Team USA, that was fantastic as well. Yeah, this I, the, tournament the, the, stuff, the nah. stuff. I I don't get it. Like it doesn't. You know, you you play the twenty. What it's forty. What what forty points or something. I I it doesn't. It's like a target. So I, I, and then yeah, the final. I know. The final so, is to twenty five, so it's less than the warm up yeah. games. Yeah, it's it's like it's like. It's like eight baskets the way these guys play. Everyone's shooting threes, eight or nine baskets now. So, you know, I, I don't know what to think of it most. So I didn't really think much of it. I, I was at first, I was like, I was going to get over there. And then I was like, when I saw the format, I was like, yeah. BJ too busy turning up. BJ said, I'm going to yeah. make all star. I'm going to make Salt well, Lake City I, I was in, for the weekend. I was in Salt Lake City. There's there's no turning up. There. <laughs> what was the vibe like? What was the vibe going on like? Did you go to Kenny's Miss Pie? Very, very, very nice. You know what? Well, you can't kiss and tell. I, I, ah. I experience. I can't kiss and tell. I, <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, you just know, in case I, I, Mrs. Armstrong I, 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 is listening. Uh, Metaphorically speaking. Yeah, she, no, no. no. Uh, Mrs. Armstrong understands. She understands. She, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this generation may not understand, but that generation understands. You know? Hey, I was at All-Star Weekend. It was a great weekend. And that's all you can say. Like, okay, hey, okay. I, I can see the smile on your face. See? I see the smile. I saw face. everyone I needed to see. It was phenomenal. Now, where you went, how you went. Hey, Bob, okay, you know, okay. Let's get back to the game. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Let, let me take you, you to let me take you to All Star Saturday night because okay. a lot of people weren't looking forward to it, but I thought it was surprisingly good. Let's start with the skills challenge. What did you think of the skills challenge? Because okay. I personally hated the skills challenge this year. 
you know, you know, it's not like it. You know, when I'm looking at this, and and again, I'm just looking at it for for its value of what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, professional sports. I don't care what sport it is. Football for you guys, American football for us, baseball, basketball, rugby, whatever it is. Hey. Sports is about three things. Okay, it's about three things. One, winning. Competition, right? People love, you know, when you watch the Olympics, I love to see the events where people are competing. Countries and these young people are competing. That's like, you're seeing people compete at the highest form, right? They're dedicating their lives yeah. Yeah. to this one event, right? Yeah. That's a phenomenal thing. Second, we love to see people who compete and then win. We love to see that. Yes. And then third, the thing we love to see, Mo, is, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah. The entertainment, when you see these great stars or your heroes and you see them perform, right? When you, you know, see a, a great, you know, soccer player, football. Messi. A, one of Messi or someone like that. You go, Benzema. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you just go, wow. You see these phenomenal athletes, whatever sport you go, wow. So the entertaining. So yeah, yeah. You see people compete. Professional sports is about competition. It's about winning, and it's about it's entertaining. You know, Mo. I don't. I didn't see much competing there. Yeah, yeah. So, so the skills challenge, like they changed the format, right? For me, a skills challenge. Remember the year where they had Kobe, D Wade, uh, LeBron, and who who was the fourth? They they had someone else who was like a star, right? And the skills challenge used to be: you have a course, you got to do some dribbling, passing, layup, dunk shoot a three-pointer, whatever. That's testing your skills, right? And you see the best of the best going at it. And that was fantastic. They wanted to mix it up a little bit. So then they had it where it was two people going at the same time, racing against each other. I think that was even better. And then they had it where it was bigs versus guards, which I thought was pretty interesting. And that was still good to watch. This year, they had three teams, Team Antetokounmpo, Team Utah Jazz, and Team Rookies. Ain't no one trying to see respectfully, respectfully, I say this with respect, but the fans aren't trying to see Walker Kessler doing a skills challenge. The fans are trying yeah, to see De'Aaron Fox racing down the court doing a skills challenge. The fans aren't trying to see Thanasis Anders Kumpo passing the basketball. The fans are trying to see Tyrese Halliburton passing the basketball. The fans aren't trying to see, you know, the rookies not being able to make a single shot in a minute. The fans are trying to see the best shot makers in the thing. So if we're going to do a skills challenge... Instead of doing teams so everyone's included and Giannis can bring his family and the home team can be recognized, let's just bring the most skilled players to do the skills challenge, have them race against each other so it's competitive, as you said, have the best talents out there so it's entertaining, as you said, and it will be great. That's the one thing, that and the three-point contest are the things that never needed to change, ever. They're perfect. I I agree. Like, well, I I love competition like i would watch those things because you would see like people compete you go I d- man i really want to see De'Aaron fox speed versus john Morant speed exactly i want to see luka Doncic's passing versus whatever you know Bro, i'm, I'm want to see like all of it i'm watching Giannis's brother from the g league trying to ma- make bounce passes into a target for, th- for, for a minute i didn't even understand the format yeah, and i'm there and i'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm I, covering it like it made no sense the talent wasn't what people wanted to see. 
I'm praying that they go back to the original skills contest and actually get the players that we want to see involved. That's that's all I can say on that. But I the, I agree. The three point contest that's not really changed. That kind of stays consistent. Five racks of balls. They add in like the long distance shot now for the sponsor, which is fair enough. And also the game, the range is extended, so that's great to see as well. What do you think of the three point contest? You know, I. Do you want to know what's funny? I don't know what to think. Jason I don't Tatum, know. I don't know. Jason Tatum pump faking in a three point contest because he's so used to it in the games. You know, I, 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 I thought that I thought it would come down to two guys. You know, Buddy Hill. Mm. By the way, well, I want winner. to say this about Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill can shoot. Oh yeah, everyone knows. I mean, I, I always knew he could. Yeah, but I, you know, no. It, no, he he can really shoot. Like I didn't know he could really shoot. Like I I was like, Buddy Hill can really shoot. Um, Dame mm-hmm. Lillard, Buddy Hill. It should have came down to those two, and that's what it came down to. And they, they were like a shot or two away. Well, Either one of them could have. Tyrese so, Halliburton impressed me the most. He tied Steph Curry's record for the most threes made in a round with thirty-one in the first round, with his ugly shot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to him. Well, I you know. Being a participant in that, right? It, it's it's a different way to shoot, right? I I was not very good at shooting off the off the, the rack. racks because you got to catch it. You get yeah, it's you it, it really dribble, is. And, you don't and get to bounce like you just have to pick it up and shoot. It's a it's like and 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 the thing is is you have you you once you make like two or three, you catch a you catch a, a rhythm. rhythm. You like you catch a yeah you you got to catch a rhythm. So I give those guys I give those guys credit for doing it. And Halliburton caught a rhythm. However, the key to that is not expending a lot of energy while you're shooting. Yeah. And Buddy Hill and Damian Lillard and those guys, you know, you know, I, I think one year I was in there with Reggie Miller and those guys, and you could tell the guys who who kind of figure that out. And I didn't figure that out. Yeah. Would you shoot off of the thing? But I, I think overall was good. I thought Dame. They was good, you know. It had a little excitement, so I, I was I liked it. And the guys seemed like they were competing. You know, Jason Tatum clearly was competing. No, I thought oh, yeah. Buddy Hill was competing. I thought the guys were competing, so I, I respected that one. I now let's get to the main event, the slam dunk contest, which many people said was a dead event now, and it actually took a G leaguer to. First of all, I want to say this: when I talk about securing the bag. I got to give a round of applause to Matt McClung because the week he just had, Monday signs a contract with the Sixers. Now, I don't know whether or not they wanted to sign him or whether the NBA wanted someone to sign him so he could be on an NBA team to participate in a dunk contest, well, I right? Think, I, think you but, know, I think you know what it was. I think but, you know. but shout out to him for getting a contract anyway. Number two, yes. on Tuesday, he signs a contract with Puma. Because in my column that I wrote on my newsletter, which you can subscribe to for free in the comments to in the description of this podcast, I... Postured, postured why sneaker brands don't make a bigger deal of the dunk contest because the whole Air Jordan thing is based on Air Jordan, you know, taking flight and hang time, XYZ. So for sneaker brands, the dunk contest is an opportunity to show that your trainers, your sneakers have the most bounce, right? Puma obviously must have read that because on Tuesday they signed Mac McClung to a sneaker deal. And then on Saturday night, he comes in and puts on a historic performance for the ages. He went from, what, 91,000 followers to a million followers overnight. His brand is now, he's a household name in every home in America that watched the dunk contest. He's put himself on the map. Whether or not he stays in the NBA or whatnot, 
he has secured the bag. So shout out to Mac McClung. But I want to get your reactions to watching that dunk contest. Um, I want to give him. Yeah, listen, I thought the contest itself, without my knowing anything, like if I would just, you know, I just always try to look at it for what it is. I thought it was fantastic for him. Talking about Matt McClung, is that how you pronounce his name? McClung, Mac McClung, Matt McClung, Mac M A C. Oh, I just, Mac. I just said he was a household name, BJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I you know, unfortunately, <laughs> I, 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 my understanding, he's an Instagram star. Unfortunately, yeah. So, so I'm when he was in high school, Instagram. he was yeah. after Zion, he was the most followed, like the most exciting high school talent. Not in terms of a prospect, yeah, just yeah, because exactly. he was exciting to watch. Yeah. Okay. I, so, excuse me, I'm, I'm not familiar. However. However, I was really excited for him, right? The fact that he came out there, he had nothing to lose. I mean, what did he have to lose? Nothing. He wasn't supposed to be there anyway. He had nothing to lose. And the thing I really respect is he was prepared and he performed when the lights were the brightest. Now, my question is to all those players that are in the NBA, what's going on? Like hmm. everyone's, everyone's like, okay, w w why are we not participating? What's going on here? That's my, okay, what's going on? I, I, just, I don't understand. What do like, you think would make them participate? Um, uh, what made guys want to participate before and uh, what's changed? You know, well, I, 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 I don't know what's changed. And, and I'm not going to pretend to know what's changed without having an opportunity to talk to these individuals, you know, in private, right? It's, it's, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the guy that's trying to put these guys on blast, right? Me, yeah. you know, the, the the old guy who says, "Whoa, back in the day when we did it, you know, you know, Doctor J, he did it, and Jordan and Dominique, and oh, okay, all right, whatever." Clearly, there's something going on, Mo. It, clearly, there's something going on, and you being closer to age. To these players than I am at this stage of my life. Sure, you old. probably would know better than me. Okay. I don't know why you wouldn't participate. You're like, seems like a fun event. Seems like, you know, hey, I get an opportunity to go out there and build your personal brand, in front get of a crowd more sponsors. Like, it, it seems like, you know, everyone says they, you know, as you would say, secure the bag. Seems like, Hey, if if I went out there, I, I'm just I'm imagining that most of these players they in their shoe deal with their companies. If you win the dunk contest, you probably get an extra your incentive to get. So I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. Like it doesn't make sense for me why you wouldn't do it. Now, mm -hmm. what I so I would be fascinated to have one of these young guys come on to explain to you and I and our audience why they didn't want it. I don't know. I, I, it doesn't make sense in my way of thinking, but you know, I'm, I'm not playing anymore, Mo. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. a guy and you know, I, but I don't get it though. I don't understand it. Walk me through what your reaction was when you saw those dunks from Mac McClung, because they were simply spectacular. Yeah. I mean, like, 
Were you hyped? The were you like jumping was... out of your chair, hyped like everyone else, or were you kind no, of just no, no, I, no, I, because I, I, I listen, I, I, I mean, listen, what is he? He he's got to be about six something, right? Six one, six two. Yeah, he's like, like six that. foot. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, my my whole life, my whole life, I've been seeing guys from Spud Webb and these guys that could always dunk, like. Watching a guy six one six two, like I want to see something more I haven't seen before. Like yeah. when I saw the last time I jumped out of my seat, right? When I remember watching Vince Carter, I was like, "Oh wow, I hadn't seen that before." When I saw, I thought Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine kind of caught my attention a little bit. And speaking of Zach Levine, um, tomorrow you can hear the interview that I had exclusively with him. But continue. Yeah, I you know I thought so. That's the last time I really. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, oh, okay. You know, but Vince Carter, I vividly remember thinking, wow. Now, the creativity, imagination, that's what I always look for. Now, was it impressive that a smaller guy, and I think the smaller players have an advantage, by the way. Big time, because it just looks because, more impressive. You know, there's a big gap between their feet it looks and the floor. More, it looks more impressive. And, you know, give him credit. He came out and he performed. He made his dunks. He was prepared for the moment and all those things. But I, I, I wasn't like something I hadn't seen before. You know what I mean? I, I you know, I, I, I hadn't. It's, I, I've seen this before. I've, I've seen guys, you know, do what he, what he, he, what he executed. Because in the end, a lot of guys can probably do that. But you got to do it when the lights are bright. So I, I want to give him credit. And the fact that, you know what he, I mean, listen, man, that, that's a big thing for a guy who hadn't played a minute in the NBA to come in and win the NBA yeah, dunk contest. Yeah, what does that say games. about the guy? Like, yeah, but, but what is but yeah, going man, on? Like, why did these guys not want to play? Dunker. Um, but speaking of not wanting to play, we then had the All-Star game on Sunday night. And a lot of fans were unhappy about the way that the guys played that game. Like the lack of intensity. There was no defense. They were just kind of standing around letting guys score. I personally really enjoyed the All-Star game. Um, because okay. it's the one night of the year where I can feel like a kid again. Because whenever I watched the All Star okay. Game, I remember being a, a young kid and staying up is like the biggest night of the year. Staying up, mm. sneaking downstairs when everyone else in my house has gone to sleep, firing up an old computer with some rubbish dial up internet and watching it in like it's like pixels moving around the screen. It's not HD or anything. Right. And I'm excited, you know, I'm excited to see the best players. Dunking and three pointers and all of this and all that. So it's the one night of the year where I don't have to analyze the game because now when I watch basketball, I have to be on point. I'm analyzing everything that happens because I've got to come here and talk about it the next day. It's the one time of the year where I can actually relax and say, all right, I feel like a kid again. So from that mm -hmm. perspective, I liked it because really it is for kids. But okay. for the majority of basketball fans, they were very unhappy with it. So, BJ, what was your take on it? Like again, well, I I want to maintain my professionalism because the game demands that, right? You know, yes. as a young kid, as a young kid, Mo, you as a young kid, myself, you know, professional sports gave me a dream, and I always wanted to respect that dream by always respecting the game and respecting what comes before the NBA, professional sports, professional, you know, um, this isn't like, 
just a casual game. It's a professional game in which, you know, there's a level of respect. And I always wanted to respect the game, right? No matter where I was playing, even though I play, when I shoot in the backyard with my kids, I want to always respect that. And I always, I hold the game in that regard. Well, it's, it's, yes. it's been everything for me. And I respect it the way I talk about it, the people that play it. And I just, I love the game. I, I, I love it. Right. And I was very fortunate and, and I just say it, you know, but you know, yeah, I, I was able to make a living doing it, but truly I love it. Like, I just love the game and and I don't know if that's good or bad or different, but I love it. And I hold it at a very hard regard. My, my, when I saw it, I, I, I was like, Oh wow. Like that's not professional sports, right? You, you have to compete. You have to compete. There's, you can't play and not compete. Like that, that's, You know, as a, if you want to be in professional sports, that's rule number one. <laughs> like, I can't violate that. Mo, we come out there. You're my friend. We host a show together. Mo, when we play, I have to compete. I don't do anything. Yep. yep. And that, that's just just what it is, Mo. I, I you and I play table tennis. We play pool. Oh, you we don't want to play. You don't want to play table tennis with me, BJ. You don't want that. Okay. Well, you don't. You know, well, well, that's what I'm saying. I, but I, I, maybe I don't want to play. But I can guarantee you this: I'm going to compete. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. To, when right? I'm in LA next, we're gonna have to get some games cracking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how. That's how it works. Okay, that's how it works. And Mo, why I'm competing? You can believe this. I'm playing to win. Okay, you can believe that. And so and, am I. Absolutely. And I, I, much respect. And then, Mo, you know what? I'm going to bring my style. I'm going to bring my swag to that game. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be entertaining. We're going to talk a little trash. We're going to do a little this. No, just a little. I'm, I'm talking you know, a whole lot. Let me go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that, to me, is professional sports, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's professional sports. That's sports. That's that's what makes it great. I mean, that, I mean that, now I didn't see much of that, Bo. I I and 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 I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but I I I I the game, Bo. The, the it's not even about the players. It's about the game. It's, it's the greatest game. It's the greatest team game. And I don't want that to ever ever suddenly come into our game where you're looking at a game, a professional athletes and you say they don't compete mm -hmm. that's the game demands that the respect of the game now the players i'm sure they have their reasons for whatever was going on again i'm not on the floor i don't know but certainly mo i would hope that the game of basketball the game that you and i love and that our listeners love and that everyone millions of people around the world love it's one thing I know, Mo, that we all can respect and, 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 and enjoy and we can all share a common theme is we love to see people compete. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see much of that Sunday night. OK, and that concerned me a little bit because, Mo, that's the core of the game, whether it's an all star game, whether it's a pickup game, whether, Mo, like you're just in the backcourt shooting 
somehow the game gets competitive, right? You know what I Bro, mean? I'd be, I'd be, in the, I'd be shooting. No, I'd be shooting on my own, competing okay. against myself. That's what I'm saying. Like, Mo, if you and I were in the back, you know, it's going to go for first, we're going to take a couple of shots, and then Mo's going to say, and I'm going to say, hey, let's play a game of horse. The game at some point is going to turn competitive. Yep. Oh, let's play, let's play a little one on one. Yeah, yeah. As I said, get it. the game, it, you know, it, it may start off fun, but just in it's just the human condition, Mo. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened on Sunday. I don't know what happened. Well, 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 well. I don't. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I want to bring you back to this because the, our last episode before All Star, okay. you said the one thing we will see in this game is we will see who's really the guy and the one player to me that stood out that was competing was jason tatum he competed in jason going tatum, what, he had like one-on-one with his yeah. teammates set the all-star record scoring 55 points in one game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know the other players on his team were deferring to him giving him the ball they knew he was on a hot streak I, and, and i and i respect that and what's interesting to me the last five all-star mvps have been the last five nba finals mvps Last year, Steph was the MVP of the All-Star Game, was the finals MVP. Year before, Giannis, MVP of the All-Star Game, MVP of the finals. My question is, BJ, has Jason Tatum showed you he's that guy? You know, it was great. You know, when you said that, I, I was like, wait a minute. I know Kawhi Leonard was the MVP and they didn't. They, did they win it? That no, year? it, it no. wasn't the same year, but the last five guys to win it have all gone on to be finals MVPs after they've won it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, because Kawhi was like in 2020, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it was like this year was Jason Tatum. Last year was Steph Curry. He won a championship. Uh, last year, the year before was Giannis. The year before was Kawhi, who was just coming off a championship run. The year before was Kevin Durant, who mm-hmm. just came off a championship run. And the year before was LeBron James, who obviously then went on to win mm-hmm. a championship. So right. even if we take it as the last two, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think the one thing that I, I will say is, you know, listen, Jason Tatum arguably has been the best player from start to finish all year. I mean, and he certainly, he was shining the brightest amongst the very best. So that that was good to see. Um, I I I I'm I'm I would venture to say this about the Celtics. Jason Tatum feels, I'm sure now, his confidence is sky high coming mm-hmm. off of this, and it probably will spill over into these final twenty games of the season. And he had fifty five, and Jalen and, Brown led the other team in scoring with thirty five. And, and that and that to me was great because I thought Jalen Brown had something to accomplish, which was playing with that mask on Yep. to see how, okay. So again, yeah, the game is fine and I get it. You know, I, 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 I understand it, but Mo, when you play, you know, like when you play in the summer, you would play harder than that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, Mo, right? you know, we see all of the things over on Instagram and you show me all the videos of guys playing and working out and all that stuff. They play harder in that in the summer than they do at at All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. and that and that Mo just kind of like because we have a captive audience and Mo you got all these young people watching like, and I was saying to myself like okay, now when the kids go to coach you know I, I felt really bad you know who I felt bad for 
were all of the youth coaches around the world. Because yeah. now guys are going to be like, well, this is how they play. And you got to like go there and say, well, no, that was an all-star game and don't play. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I I get I, it. I, but like, I, I think if you're like watching that. the all-star game and thinking that's how you're supposed to play, that's a bigger problem. Like if you need to be, if, if that's the only game you've well, watched well, and you think that's how to play every other game, the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I, I think, mo but I, I, th that's my point. If you're watching the very best of the best, where else are you going to learn how to play? Like, where are you going to see it? That's the point. Mm. Like, it's it's a concern. Now, I, I just, I, I again, I'm not harping on the guys. It is what it is. But I will say this. You know, I think Jason Tatum made a statement. And if there's anything that can come out of this weekend is that Jason Tatum thinks he's the best player now in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And I always I and the 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 most fascinating thing you know what more than the game because I don't put much emphasis on the game as much but you know what's fascinating to me about it mm -hmm. was the, were the draft picks now I, no, I did that was pay amazing. attention to the draft that picks. was amazing and that was great fun doing it just yeah. before the game yeah yeah now the fact that you know like I saw Damian Lillard was the first pick I thought was like fascinating to me. I never would have guessed that Anthony Edwards would be the, the next pick. Yeah. First pick for the LeBron James team. Yeah. Here's something that was just blew my mind. Blew, I mean, blew my mind, right? Here's a guy that could potentially be back-to-back, -back, and if he wins it again this year, MVP, was the last guy chosen. No, 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 no. That didn't blow my mind. Team. Because he's not that blew my mind. Because that blew because my mind. even when like Luca was a late pick as well, Yogi's a late pick. These guys are slow. They ain't sprinting up and down trying to do three sixty dunks on the fast I, break. I just, I, they I, ain't playing. Yeah, that's fine. Well, none of them are playing defense. But I wasn't surprised that Jokic was one of the last picks. Yeah, I, that, that blew that blew my mind. That 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 blew my mind. That just blew dunking and all of that. Okay. All right. If, if if that's the one of the requirements to be a great player, you got a guy who is the back-to-back -back MVP who is arguably playing better this year than the previous two years. And to think, just to think, like if there was a pickup game, because that's all it is. I think if it was a competitive game, he wouldn't game. be the last pick, though. Okay, I, 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 you ain't picking some bonus. I'm just saying what I saw. I'm just saying yeah. what I saw. I don't know what. Okay, and you feel free to make your point. I just thought it was fascinating to me that Jokic. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. So what? What are we saying here? Like, what are we saying about the game? Like, what? What is? What are we saying? And because he is. Without question, one of the elite players. It also what, speaks what to what are the players saying? How how popular are these European players amongst the amongst their peers? You know, because I saw Giannis picked Siakam, and he says I'm picking my African brother Siakam. Then he picks Bam Adebayo. That's obviously the reserves. And when it comes to picking stars, how popular are Doncic? And Jokic amongst their peers because there is some level of popularity that comes into it as well. I don't think it's it's draft purely on 
who's the best player. Because if you were drafting, if you said to these guys, okay, you guys do this draft and you're going to play a competitive game of basketball, there's no way that he's one of the last picks. There's no way. That would be insane. But because they know it's not a serious game, I think the that's fact why. that I had the fact that I would have to tell professional players to be competitive to me just seems yeah I think that's the bigger problem <laughs> that, that Jokic being one of the last picks like <laughs> it just seems that just and, seems so and like he wasn't one of the last picks they the reason why he looked like the last pick is because they wanted to do the reserves before the stars so that they weren't in a position where someone is known as the last pick because the stars are the highest voted players anyway. So even by being the last picked star, you are still whether you the the reserves or the starters, the the, the thing that remains to me, whether if Jokic walks in the gym as a back-to-back MVP, right? I I it, it was just I don't care what the scenario is, competitive, not competitive, whatever. This guy is the back-to-back MVP of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Okay, not of like some rec league or some college player. He's the MVP of the NBA. Whether he's a starter voted in by the fans or a reserve, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. The fact that whatever the selection process that took place, that he was one of the final remaining players. And when I say last, I mean, just whatever that segment was, I just thought it was a fascinating observation to say, okay, what are we saying here? You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, okay, so you said, okay, he can't run, he can't dunk, he can't do that. I was like, okay, Larry Bird couldn't do it either. But I don't think under any circumstances, with Larry no, it was Bird a different ever. game, but it's a different game back then because back then you're not complaining about the guys not competing. It's a different game. No, 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 Mo, Mo, no. There, there's a ball. There's a basket. The game has evolved. The players. This has nothing to do with that game and this game. No, the I just think it's game fascinating. Game. What I'm saying is, I just think it's fascinating that his peers. Yeah. The peers, just listening to the players. This has nothing to do with the game for me. Maybe for you it does. It was fascinating to think that I could be in a gym with Larry Bird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I could be in a gym with a guy who was back-to-back MVP. Maybe the As players don't want hey, him to be do back to back to back MVP. Maybe they didn't I, I like don't the fact know. he won I MVP. I, 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 I don't. That, I, again, it was just an observation to watch the players say something without saying anything, and that to me, I found fascinating. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not arguing with anything you're saying. The game or whatever. I'm not taking. It's yeah. just like interesting. Wow, Is it, like, it's definitely noteworthy. So. We're going to get back to the court because on Thursday night, there is going to be more NBA action. And there have been some move- movements around the league. Uh, before we get to the players, Nate McMillan dismissed as coach of the Atlanta Hawks. Thoughts? Um, I'm a huge Nate McMillan fan, as you know. Same, same. I'm, I'm a huge Nate McMillan fan. And very unfortunate. Just, it just, It's just unfortunate because...
You know, I, 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 you know, when you, you, it's hard to win up here in this NBA. And mm -hmm. you, you hear me say this all the time. It's hard. It's hard to win. Like everyone says, oh, well, we want to win a championship. Well, no, it's hard to win, let alone do that. Now, Mo, it's hard to win where you can't defend. It's hard to win, Mo, when guys are in and out. It's hard to win when you start making trades and all these things. Now, Mo, if you win and things come together, hey, man, that's a bonus. Like, you know, watching the Sacramento Kings, you're going, wow. You're going, man, that's – watching the, the Indiana Pacers this year, you're like, they're a little ahead of schedule, mm -hmm. right? When you start seeing teams perform a little – you. you because you know how hard that is. Well, that, this is not an easy process. This is yeah. not easy. Now, all of a sudden, you've had a couple of coaches now in the last, what, three to four years over there? Yeah. you had Well, you had Lloyd Pierce and, and then Nick Lynn came in to, to one, save them. So what happened from the time they get to the Eastern Conference Finals to now? And arguably, they have a better roster than the one that got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep, and that was under Nate McMillan. I, 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 I don't, I don't get it. So, you know, I, I again, I, I, I'm a Nate McMillan fan. I think the roster of the Atlanta Hawks is a roster that should have expectations on it. it. Should be above. However, 500. they have. A, they have underperformed, as I've said many times, and for what are the various reasons now. And because I'm not in the locker room, I always defer to the people who make those decisions because I'm like, okay, they 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 have to know their team better than I do just watching. But certainly, I think we can all agree that they've underperformed, and we'll see if this latest move will help them. Well, let's talk about your former team, the Chicago Bulls. They just signed Patrick Beverly, the hometown hero, is coming back Pat Bev. to Chi-Town. <laughs> Pat Bev, who's hilarious, he goes, the East is weak. I'm coming to save the Chicago Bulls. We're playing against the Lakers twice. I'm going to knock them out of the plane and get us into the playoffs. I love his confidence. I think they said that the choice for Patrick Beverly was between the Golden State Warriors and the Chicago Bulls. And he said that he chose the Bulls because the East is weak. The real reason he chose the Bulls is because he doesn't want to be behind Steph Curry and Jordan Poole in a rotation and get way less minutes. Chicago Bulls have now shut down Lonzo Ball for the entire season. Who's their point guard now? What, Kobe White? Dragic? Like, you know. Um, What do you think he brings? Do you think that they're going to have any noticeable improvement? Because he's not had a very good season. Uh, and forgive me, they have Io who plays at the one now. So, Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we just watched them Mo in Paris, you know, recently live. Um, well, that was just what is two, three weeks ago or something? Three. Oh, four, it feels like months. a lifetime, but yeah, it's like a month ago now. Yeah, yeah, about a month ago now. Three weeks, yeah. Well, here, here's what I think. I, I, I think the the Bulls, if you've been following for Bulls Nation, they've lost a lot of big leads late in the fourth quarter, and there has been some rumblings there about their defense and about, you know, grit and all those things. And I think they see an opportunity to add a defensive guy to this mix. Yeah. Um, along with Caruso and those guys. So and, and I a locker think, room presence as well, because look at what he did with the Timberwolves. 
Yeah, I mean, there's only 20 some games, so I don't know how much locker room and all this stuff will. will yeah, well, they'll try happen. and resign him this summer, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I doubt it, but maybe you know something I don't know. I, I mean, we'll if, see, we'll see, we'll if see. If Lonzo comes back, yeah, if Lonzo comes. Well, I'm back, worried about Lonzo. That's another. Comment. I'm worried about that kid. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I. It looks to me. To me, if you're asking me, I don't know if you're asking me, but it sounds like you're asking like what do I think. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to need to improve their point guard play, right? And and you've heard me say it, Mo, and I'll, I'll just reiterate it. You need a player who can play downhill. You need a player who can apply pressure on the defense at that position, especially in today's game. And if there's one thing, with no disrespect to the players that are currently doing it, you have to do that at a very high level. They have terrific wings in, in Zach Levine and – all-star DeMar DeRozan. Yep, so subscribe so you, you know, can hear the Zach Levine interview tomorrow. Okay, Vucevic, I mean, it, it, yeah, Vooch, you can play pick and pop with him. He can score a little he bit on the box. Spacing, yeah. But they really need a player. Yeah, you. but you really need a player who can play downhill. And and Lonzo, Lonzo did that for them. And also, Vooch he isn't a very good rim protector, so it's important to have good guards on the perimeter so that the other team's guards can't penetrate and get to the rim in the first place. Yeah. But and that player who fit them was Lonzo Ball, right? He was good on the defensive end and he great. could play downhill. Yep. And he so could shoot. I I it'll be interesting to see how you're gonna play with Pat Bev at 20 games into the season. You know, he's not a, a high percentage shooter from three, so nope. you're not gonna ask him to suddenly do that. He's not a guy who plays downhill. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they incorporate him with this team because the Bulls need to win every game possible. That's just yep. what it is. And then, and then, you know, we'll see how, you know, how it plays out. You know, he's, you know, he's a, he has a lot of confidence. You know, <laughs> I think anyone who watches, like watches basketball, you're going to like Pat Bale's energy. He's certainly going to give you everything he has. However, we'll see how this fits, how his talent fits with this group. And hopefully for the Bulls and Bulls nation that it, it fits well, because they're going to need everything they can get here if they're going to make the playoffs because i think if they don't make the playoffs i think the bulls would consider this you know i i think they would consider this a failure of a season if they don't get to the playoffs definitely well the point out that they were linked with speaking of playing downhill was russell westbrook but he instead chose to sign with the la clippers they've got a pretty stacked team on paper you know on paper because everyone's not always available but they've added russell westbrook now i think being coached by tyloo you know, having that experience now of coming off the bench, he's going to be able to go in and fill a defined role. And I don't think it's going to go as badly as most fans are saying. What do you think about that pickup for the Clippers? Because I know he wanted to stay in LA. That's where his family is. That's where he's from. I'm happy for him staying in LA, staying in the league. But how do you think that's going to work out with the Clippers? You know, Mo, you know I, I have to answer these questions with great humility because I, I'm just going to, say it i i don't know how this is going to work out like it's just like watching the all-star game like yeah. i don't know mo i don't know mo i like i'm watching i know what it used to be everyone tells I mean, me the game of, has evolved in terms of the fit with Kawhi leonard and paul george on okay. the court with well, Russell well, well, okay well this is this, okay so you have a team where your best two players literally haven't been available whether it's load managed or injuries or what have you. Okay. 
Right. Okay. I'm just telling you what I see. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard is without question your best player. Kawhi Leonard alone gives you hope. If he's available on that floor, you're saying this guy is probably a top five, top 10 player at worst in the NBA on both sides of the basketball. Yes. Arguably, you could say he's in the elite top five right now, and we and he's coming off an ACL injury. Yep. Okay, Mo. Okay. What we know, Mo, he's had not one, but two significant lower extremity injuries. injuries. Okay. I don't know what that means now, Mo, because, you know, they tell me medicine is better. The players are healthier. We're load managing. So, all right, are we saying he's injured? Or are we saying he's healthy and we're just getting him to the play? Mo, I don't know that answer. I see him play, he'll score 30, and then the next game he doesn't play the next week. I don't know what that means now, Mo. Okay? Maybe mm-hmm. you do. I don't know. <laughs> then you start adding Bones Highland. You start adding Mason Plumley. You start adding Russell Westbrook. Mo, I don't know what this means now. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you what I see. Now, what I understand is that team chemistry matters. There's only one way to do that. You got to play and get the rhythm and you figure out rotations. You figure out your identity. Mo, I don't know what Russell brings to this group. I don't know if Kawhi Leonard is healthy or not. I don't know if Paul George is healthy or not. I don't, Mo, if you're asking me late in the game, Who's going to take the shot? Why? Is it Russell? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Is it Russell? Is it Kawhi? Is it Paul George? I don't know. Well, so the best I can tell you, Mo, is they've assembled a lot of names. They, without question, they had a lot of depth. Clearly, they're going for it. How it works, I have no idea, Mo. But this is the NBA, and we're going to see. Yeah, well, he has played with Paul George before, so that's a positive. Um, but I think what we do know, BJ, there is one thing that we do know for definite amongst all of this. There's only one place that you need to be to find out how this all goes, and that place is the Hoop Genius Podcast. So if you've not yet subscribed, subscribe and put on your notification because tomorrow you're going to hear my conversation with Zach Levine. We talked about why he's not doing a dunk contest again. We talked about why it's easier to score in the NBA right now. We talked why about why is he Chicago not doing Bulls. a dunk contest? Well, don't make me wait until tomorrow. Well, I, BJ, I need to find out. BJ, you got to subscribe and put on a notification, just like everyone else. I mean, I, I want to see Mo. I want to see. Is it asking too much, Mo? Okay, let me ask you. As a fan, I want to see the best players that dunk in the game, dunk in the contest. Is that asking too much? I'm not mad at Zach Levine for not doing a dunk contest. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm is not it mad asking it. too much because you'll hear his answer of why he doesn't do it, and I think his reason is, is, is valid. No, but I also don't consider him one of the best dunkers in the NBA anymore. If we had to pick this year's dunk okay, contest, right. right? Let's take it back. If we had to pick this year's dunk contest right now, give me the four names you want to see: Jar Morant, Zion Williamson. They're on the books. Ansi Edwards. I think that's a no-brainer. And then give me one more. Or is there anyone else that you have okay. in that? But for me, I, I, all right, I'll say it again. I love the creativity. Just because you dunk well, there are some guys who 
dunk well or phenomenal in the game. And there are some guys who have creative stuff, right? Okay, just because, like, for instance, Anthony Edwards, amazing dunks in the game, amazing, incredible, wow moments. But that doesn't mean that he has the creative spirit that we just saw with the kid Mac, like Mac, Mac, Mac McClung, McClung. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there okay, are certain... okay, I'll give you that. Okay, but you, we've you seen, we, but we've seen Zion and Jar in other situations do really creative dunks. We've seen them do dunks that are almost the same as what Mac McClung did. Talking about five forties, talking about through the leg alley oops to themselves, talking about jumping over people. We know they can do that. So, so who's the four okay. guys that you want to see this season? Give me your if you could well, have picked. I, the I four would love, names if I could pick right now night, because I want right to now. see. I, okay, based on what I've seen. Okay. Yes. Based on what I've seen, I want to see Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine in it. Why? Because they were competing. That means something to me. Okay. Like those two, those two guys can't be in the gym and and the competitive ju competitive juices don't flow. Yeah. Like I just want to see those guys walk in the gym and say, "What? What are they going to say to each other? They got to dunk. They have to compete." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Even I though it has been guys, seven years since they did that, but okay. Yeah. But I want to see those two guys. It's just like Jordan and Dominique. If they walked in the gym right now and, and they're <laughs> both in their they're well, Jordan's 60 now. You yeah. know there's gonna be a little trash. Happy birthday to There's gonna be a little yeah, they, they're gonna be a little trash talking going on. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. That just that okay. Is, so so you so want to see those I two? See Zach. I want to see those two. You know, I like the kid that was from uh the kid that was from the uh, New Orleans, from New Orleans. Orleans. Oh, yeah, Trey yeah, Murphy no, from New Orleans. I, I, I thought he was creative. I thought that what he did with with, with Alvarado, I thought that was pretty creative. That was that, that was good was for a first round dunk. That was yeah, good for a first that, round that, dunk. That, I, yeah, get I, the crowd I, I warmed up, was, get everyone excited. I like that. Yeah, I thought creative. Um, and who else would I like to see in the who else would I like to see in the dunk contest? Because it, it, to me, it's all about creativity. I just like the I like the, remember when Drill Green and these guys were doing things like yep. I just want I was like, oh yeah, you know, like give me one more name. I guess I would like to see, I guess I would like to see, I would like to see um John Morant. I, yeah. I, I really yeah. would. He's must-see TV, we always call him. He released his new sneaker that they were doing an activation for at All-Star Weekend. He is right. quite short compared to other NBA players, so they look impressive. He's yeah. He was right. in the All-Star game do doing 360s and windmills. So just do it. And he came out and said a few years ago, give what? me a million dollars and I'll do it. Bro, you got the max contract. You got the max rookie extension. Please do the dunk contest. Well, you, you know... Like again, I I under, I think if if you were to ask me, you know Mo, as you know Mo, I'm I'm big into hip hop. I'm big into music and entertainment. You know, yes. I live out here in, in 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 LA, so I'm big into like entertainment. And and I've gotten a chance to know some of the biggest producers or whatever. And I'm not throwing names out because I'm not that tight, but but I always like to. Like, 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 what are you looking for? You know, when, what do you look for for a, a, a big time musician or musical act? And I remember this guy told me this one time, this big time producer, he said. You always look for people. 
You always look for that one person that has the ability to stand when the lights get bright and perform mm -hmm. all by themselves. Now, I'm going to tell you something more. I'm going to tell you something here that's a very awkward feeling for a lot of players. I don't know this to be true, but I suspect it to be true. Mm -hmm. When you take the floor in an NBA game, Mo, you walk out there and you got your 11, well, now it's more, but you, you, you have your, you walk out there as a team. Yeah. Right. You walk out there and you walk out there, Mo, and you, you know, now introducing, you know, whatever team and you walk out there and you walk out there as a team. I'm going to tell you something, Mo, that's very, very lonely. You walk out there, Mo, and it's just you. Yes, yeah. 25,000 people just looking at you. And, Mo, I suspect. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear it. I hear I it. Kenzie was talking no, about Mo, Mo, I suspect. Okay, Mo, because I remember that feeling, Mo, when I walked out there to do the little three-point contest. Mm -hmm. And, Mo, it was the first time, Mo, that I was in a... I was in a sold out place and the, the eyes weren't on the team. You know, when I'm playing in a team, it's just like, I'm just one of the guys. And Mo, I remember thinking for just a second, I had like a little, like it was one of those things I didn't prepare for. You're like, I was prepared for the event. I was prepared for everything. And all of a sudden, Mo, they called my name and it was just me. Yeah. It's not and I remember God. It, from the University of Iowa. Yeah, 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 yeah. PJ Armstrong. So, yes. And Mo, it was it it it, it was one of and remember I thought I was like, oh, this is just me. And it was just a second, and then I regrouped real quickly and then I went on. Mm -hmm. I would imagine though, Mo, for the dunk contest, though, there's a pause. And it's a long pause. L longer than and the pauses Mo, you take on this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's a long pause. And Mo, I would imagine that that can be a fright. I'm just, this is just the human side of me now. I don't know this. I haven't confirmed it, but I'm just imagining that there's a little stage fright there. Because yeah. Mo, it's just you. Mo, Mo and everybody, I, I, as my producer friend told me, Everybody can't hold that that camera mode, can't hold that bright light when it's just shining on you. Yeah. And I would suspect, Mo, that is the true issue. And Mo, that kid Kenyon Martin, who I think is a phenomenal dunker, you know, when you miss a dunk, Mo, it's like when you miss a dunk in a game, you're a little embarrassed. Imagine missing a dunk, Mo, and there's nobody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No defense there. You know what I mean? I'm just looking at the human side of this. Yeah. So I think, Mo, that is probably what the most are a little. I, I think there's a, a there's a Afraid. little, Mr. a little uncomfortable. John Moran, aka Mister, I'm never ducking smoke. I don't think he's no, now I got a G leaguer coming in and saying anyone can come and challenge I, me, I was, and he still don't Mo, want to do I just it. Think, I think that's a little afraid. I personally, Mo, I just think, think this. You're uncomfortable. You're you. There's a part of you, Mo, that has to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. There's a part of you, Mo, where you have to be 
comfortable being uncomfortable. And most of us, Mo, and it's no knock on anybody. Like I had to learn this myself. If you're going to do anything that's worthwhile, that's great or anything, it's an uncomfortable feeling. <laughs> okay. Bo, you can win a championship and have a bad game. Mm -hmm. But when you play, when you do something that's just you, Bo, that's a very uncomfortable situation. Okay. So I, I would imagine having that uncomfortable feeling is something that most people don't want to have as they ascend up the ladder. And that to me is probably why most guys don't compete. Because mm -hmm. if you start competing, bro, Mo, when you if you start competing, you also got to deal with the failure competing. Mo, if I try to beat you and start competing, Mo, and I lose, I got to deal with that uncomfortable feeling of saying and, and then Go ahead. There ain't no run it back either. Because you see, if I ever lose, no, that's what I'm saying. PJ, if I ever lose at anything, if you beat me at ping pong, if you beat me at one on one, you beat me at horse. I'm saying double or nothing. We're running it back there and then. But if back. you lose the dunk contest, you can't say let's run it back. You just lost. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I get it. Like, and Mo, that's, that to me is what makes sports great. You got to deal with the repercussions of what, what's going to happen. Like, Mo, I'm playing against you. I'm doing my best. It's harder for me to admit to you I did my best and lose than yeah. to go out there and not compete and say, hey, man, yeah. we would just we would just play. Yeah. See, to me, Bo, th that, that is the true feeling of competition. It's not all I, I can tell you, Mo, about all I, you know, all my wins, but Mo, truly, what made the league great? If you really want to know what I really enjoy most about the NBA, is figuring it out. And I got more losses than wins. Everyone does. I missed more shots than I made. And I, I, my greatest lessons were always in defeat. Why? Because I was forced to say, God, this guy was really, really good. And because he's really, really good, I have to be at my very, very best in order to beat that person. Mm -hmm. And Mo, that to me is a greater feeling than just saying, hey, man, I won a game. Me and Mo had a shooting contest, and it didn't really matter. That's my boy. Yeah, no, nah, like, I don't do that. That, 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 that. That's that to me the uncomfortable feeling of saying, "I'm going at Mo, and Mo's going at me. Go, he's going to come in." That that's an uncomfortable feeling, Mo. So most people aren't comfortable with that. So yeah. I'm more comfortable. In being uncomfortable more than just saying, "Hey, me and Mo went out in the backyard and we just, hey, we took a, we took ten shots each." Bj, you know, no. you know what this is doing? It's making me want to fly to LA right now, come and play some one on one. That's all. That's all I yeah, can think I'm about I'm doing gonna, right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Mo, it, it, it should because competition. That's what makes it. That's what makes sports amazing. Mo, you versus me, and we're going at our best. And you know what, Mo. And guess what? Guess what happens at the end of the game? We get a chance to say, run that back. Mo, we just witnessed the greatest pickup game in the history. And no one was there to say, let's run that back. Yeah. Mo, you here, here, here. Mo, remember this? 
I think it was an all-star. I, I, I think it was an all-star game. I, I can't remember. Didn't Dwayne Wade break the late Kobe Bryant's nose? Yeah. And, yeah. And, in the and, all-star and, game, right? And, the then, and then the Lakers played the Heat like four days after the all-star break and Kobe went at him. Kobe see, went at see, him. Whoa, I, but this that is, to I, me. I, I tweeted this earlier, though. I tweeted this earlier. Because Kobe has a, had a great quote about the All-Star game saying everyone should be playing the hardest. You play harder in the summertime playing pickup. And everyone's right. posting that quote today. So my question was, right. how many players can you name in the NBA right now that mentally approach the game in the same way as Kobe Bryant? How many players, no matter where they are in the world, what they're doing in the world, whether they're in the garden, whether they're in the park, whether they're on the NBA, whether they're in the All-Star game, approach the game in the same way like Kobe Bryant, where he only has one, he only has one gear. He doesn't have a first gear, second gear. His gear yeah. is sixth gear and he's going hard. How many players? Maybe Giannis is the closest we get, but none of them are built like Kobe Bryant yeah, anymore. Yeah. And when there's no players like that, the energy is infectious, right? When there's players like Kobe Bryant around who are competing at the highest level, you have to compete. If Kobe Bryant is talking trash to you the whole way down the court in the All-Star game and scoring on you, you got to compete. You have to compete. And then if that's happening, your teammates have to compete. And if that's happening, his teammates have to compete. And that's how it spreads. But there's not one guy that was on the court in the All-Star game that's built like that. That's why Kobe Bryant is Kobe Bryant and all these other guys, they go around, mamba mentality this, mamba mentality that. None of them have got it like Kobe. Kobe's one of one. You know what, Mo? You know it, it, You know what else I used to love in the All-Star game? But again, I, I, I like competition. Remember when certain guys wouldn't play a lot of minutes in the All-Star game? Mm-hmm. And then... When that player played against that coach in the All Star, yeah, played in the regular season. In the regular season, he He's would always all. torch. He, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't think I'm Mo. an All Star, huh? You no, don't think uh, like, I'm like, an All Star, huh? I'm an All Star, Mo. Like, like what I really want to see, like, like what I really want to see right now is like, I don't know. I try to find things that always motivated me. Like, I'm Jokic right now. I would be I would be turned on 50 right now to think, oh, this hey Mo. He might that, just be he might just be. He, he might just Mo, be. I can you imagine Mo if he was turned on 50? Imagine imagine that happening to like players in my generation. Yeah. If they were choosing guys and they said, Oh, we got mad at guys because they thought they didn't pass them the ball. We got mad at guys because I don't even think know, to go he was a starter. Like I think even like two thousands. Like think about if Gilbert yeah. Arenas, who was never in the same caliber as Kobe Bryant, but if Gilbert mm-hmm. Arenas was the last pick, guess what he's doing in the next game? Oh no, he, he's he's giving you sixty. That's what I'm saying, Mo. That's what I'm saying. You go like, tell Mo, Tracy Green, like, go tell Baron Davis he's the last pick. Go on, I dare you, Mo. That's what that's that's all I want to see. Like compete, like be uncomfortable. Make this uncomfortable for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. make this uncomfortable because that is what that's where that's where you that's where the players are at their best. That's when the coaches are at their best. That's when the league is at their best. When the fans come to the game, Mo, you're like, okay, I don't like that team, but I respect that team because you know what they're gonna do, Mo. They're go gonna hard. show up and they're gonna they're gonna go hard, Mo. When you play, when I play against the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I had the utmost respect for John Stockton, but you know what? That wasn't the time for me to be shaking his hand. No, nope. that dude was going to do whatever was necessary. 
and the screens that were coming from all different directions, they weren't there to say hello. Okay, Mo, <laughs> they were trying to knock me out. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. And so, and Mo, that's John Stockton, man. Everyone said, you know, some people said he was dirty. I didn't think he was dirty. I just thought the guy laid it out on the line every night. Wants to win. One of my favorite players to play against. I respected how he played the game. I respected his preparation for the game. And Mo, the guy did what was ever necessary. He was a physical player, Mo, and he was no big. We were like the same size. I admired the fact how he would sacrifice. Like, he would just run let, run his body. I tried to take that and say, you know what? If this little guy can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these were, you know, Patrick Ewing and all these guys, like, he would just lay his body right out. And I was thinking, man, who is this dude? <laughs> like, well, according, it, you according know, to JJ Reddick, that wasn't a physical era. So, it is what it is. Uh, but what I do know is what I do know is that, you know, all of this going to the basket and all that stuff. And the, no, you guys weren't doing that. Okay. Um, but Mo, I, I, I don't want to get on. I, I, I just want us. And anyone who plays the game, no, it's not about any era. It's not about who's the best, who's the GOAT, and all those discussions. Those are just fun and games that we like to have and all these talk shows. But there's a respect that we must have for the game. Yeah. That the game, and, and, and well, that's what brings us all together. That's why we watch it. That's why you and I are talking about it. And when you see people who love the game, Mo, I don't care where you're from in the world. I'll talk to those people and we could talk basketball anytime. Bro, I just if, love the game. Even if they don't speak English, we'll just go hoop. Yeah, yeah Mo, it, it, need, it's the greatest. Bro, it's, it's I, a, I've been in other countries not able to speak a word to anyone, but they're playing ball. I say, yo. And I'm pointing at me. I'm pointing at the court. It, 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 like, Let me I'm trying to hoop. Yeah. And, um, and we go hard. And I, I, and I'm I talking, love it. I'm talking love shit it. to them and they don't even know what I'm saying. And they're saying stuff to me and I don't what know what they're saying, but I know they're saying something and I have to destroy that. Uh, and, and and I love it. So, so I, I, I just try to maintain those three principles with me, no matter what, and apply them and pass that on to the youth because when I go see my youngest son play, seven years old, I tell him the same thing. Just do your very best. doesn't matter whether he makes a shot, misses a shot. Do your very best. And did you have fun? Dad, I had a lot of fun. And you did your best. Great. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go get to McDonald's after the game. <laughs> hey, what more can you ask? <laughs> oh, like, it's just that simple. Yeah, a little Chick-fil-A, whatever it is you want. <laughs> you did your best. And you had fun doing it. Mo, what's wrong with that? I bet. That's not asking too much. You know what I mean? So, but you know, Mo, I, 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 right. I that, that's it. I hear you. Stay tuned because when I go out to LA, play BJ one on one, and I go get a Chick fil A afterwards, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You're competing against me, Mo. And then now I got to come back. But see, Mo, I, you know, don't make it. Hey, Mo. Don't go there, Mo. That's all I'm going to hey, tell you. Don't hey, go there. Hey, hey, hey. As we Mo. start this episode, we talk about dropping 30. I'm going to have to drop 30 on you first before we go anywhere else. Like that. <laughs>
So just be ready. So just be ready is what I'm saying. Oh, gee. Hey, oh, right. gee. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit the bell and get your notifications on because tomorrow an exclusive interview with Zach Levine is dropping. You do not want to miss that. And also, BJ, I want to say thank you and congratulations because tomorrow will be our 250th episode yes. of this podcast that we started just over a year ago. So shout out to you for showing up every day. Shout out to the listeners who show up every day. Shout out to the subscribers. It's all love each and every time. And guess what? The next 250 are going to be even bigger and better than this 250. I promise you. I promise you. We leveling up. Don't go anywhere. Don't miss an episode. Don't miss a single snippet of the show. And most importantly, get buckets.